Hello from Awakenai country, this is Tim McCardle, Leroy Junior Senior High School Principal, and welcome back to another edition of Principal McCardle's Weekly Update Podcast. We have an awesome show in store for you this week, so sit back, relax, and enjoy hearing from our Nights. Next up on the podcast this week, I'm really excited to start our Winter Sports Spotlight, and this uh this podcast, we're jumping right into girls basketball. They were the first team uh, that started their season this week. Uh, they were the first ones to get out and get their first game under their belt. And uh, we're excited to talk to them and talk basketball here in Awakenite country. So I'll have the three nights that I have here introduce themselves, and then we'll jump into some questions. I'm Angela Allen, and I'm a senior, and I play point guard and guard. I'm Kaylin Chesco. I'm also a senior, and I'm a guard. Um, I'm Lindsay Stefanella. I'm a sophomore, and I'm a center and a guard. So, Ange, let's jump into it. You guys, um, you know, have a, a unique team. You have uh, um, a lot of great levels represented on the team. You have, uh, t- you know, two new coaches uh, in Coach Curran and Coach Ford uh, on the team. So let's just talk about how is how has the preseason gone? Um, how has this, this new group coming together, how has that gone for you? Yeah, I think it's gone really well so far. Like, our group, we work very well together. And with Mr. Curran and Mrs. Ford now, they, like, bring a new intensity to us that we haven't had in years prior. And so that really pushes us to become better. And, uh, Kaylin, you know, basketball is is a sport that, um, you know, it's, if, if you work at it, you get better. And, mm-hmm. and talk about just how important – the preseason as far as practicing, getting your repetitions, um, you know, getting the plays in, how, how that has gone uh, so far. It's been he, – he has a whole practice plan set up every single practice, and he repeats stuff, and we go over plays nonstop. So it's been really nice to get a set, like, play schedule down and be able to just run it over and over again. And – uh, this week, you guys had your first game, uh, which was on Wednesday night. Um, and Lindsay, you were uh, you know led the team in scoring uh, with over, with over twenty points uh, in, you know, in your first uh, first game this season. I mean, talk about like how cool that was to to score that many points in your in your debut. Um, it definitely felt good. Um, I I really got fouled a lot that game, so it was basically based on the foul shots and since we have so much practice on the foul shots in like practice I definitely felt confident going up to the line and then banked those in which helped me get up to the 20 points and then the open shots. So you're, you're kind of um, the, the the Knights had their first game at Keshequa uh, which uh, you know shout out to Keshequa uh, I saw the uh, saw the game um, on Facebook live and man, new lights, new bleachers. Uh, I mean, place looks awesome. So shout out to them, um, Lindsay. Talk about like just the importance of you know what you guys are looking to do this year as far as the team aspect and the energy that you're bringing. Um, you you know, in watching some of the game, you, you guys you know didn't give up. Obviously, you ended up losing, but like seemed to be a really good team effort. A little grit. Um, you guys were you know a lot of players playing. I mean, just kind of talk about that. Um, we're definitely looking for a positive team aspect because we're trying to win games and you can really only do that with a positive like atmosphere and then you really want to like show like what kind of athletes we are by good sportsmanship 
and then developing our skills throughout the season and always staying in the game. And like basing on like last year, we're trying to get a better outcome than that, which is definitely one of our main goals and getting the sectionals by working together and really like, like cheering each other on throughout the whole season. Yeah, I mean, you guys, I mean, you know, our girls basketball program, you know, for many years has, has had, you know, has haven't seen tons of success. We've had some good success. We've had some good players play, but in putting it all together, it just hasn't happened, you know, in a while. And Ange, talk about just kind of like how important it is for, you know, as a senior um, to kind of, you know, and, and Kaylin, you could talk about this too, um, about leaving a good legacy and kind of like getting this thing going um, and putting this, in, you know, in, in, in the right spot. Yeah, like, I think it's really important to have, one of our goals is to have a winning record this year, because, I mean, obviously last year, I know the year before that, there wasn't a winning record, but I feel like to leave the program with that sets them up for more success after we're gone. Yeah, and I feel like in the prior years past, we've kind of been like a joke to other teams, like, they would walk in and be like, oh, it's Leroy, like, we got them, but this year, we want to show that like we want to be the underdog and we want to be able to win as many games as we can and show that we're not like prior years. There's a lot to be said about like a team that's hunting rather than, than being the hunted, you know, and having that underdog role. And that, that's a fun, it's a fun card to be in. Um, and, you know, talk about like you're out there, your sister's out there, right? Mm-hmm. So like how cool is it to kind of play alongside her and, 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 you know, is it fun? Is it not? Yeah, I think it's, really cool and really fun because my sister and I are so similar on the court Mm -hmm. and we work really well together and like this is our last ever season playing together in any sport so like it's a very special moment yeah I I, I envy that I um my brother and I we I think we were on the court for like 22 seconds Uh, my senior year he was called up uh, to varsity in a sectional game, and he got in. We were on the floor for like 22 seconds. I was like, wow, that was fun uh, while it lasted, but it was over. So to have, see you guys have that opportunity for an entire season, practices, games, like what a great memory that's going to be, and, and ways to trash talk each other you know, down the road too. So, uh, Kaylin, what, what, are some of the, what are some of the elements that this team boasts that like, you guys are proud of right now? Like even looking at the players that are on the team, you know, what are some of the things that you're, you're excited about right now? We're really good at, like, working together. Like, we read each other. I mean, half the team played soccer together, and we've been playing CYO basketball for, like, 10 years. I mean, we just know, like, what each other's skills are, and we know how to reach them by working together and, like, just having plays that set up certain people's skills, and it just comes all together. And Lindsay, you know, pretty dynamic person. I mean, you're, you know, pretty, you know, good, good athlete. You know, you're, you're tall on our team. Um, and, you know, how important is, is kind of like your role as a person that's going to bang around underneath, that can shoot it from the outside? I mean, um, you know, what, what are you kind of looking at for yourself here? Um, well, I'm kind of looking at what coach needs or what the team needs. So if, if Z's out, unfortunately, I need to step in and be – that position or if Jen gets hurt step in and be try to live up to Jen (laughs) or if Ange or Kaylin ever like can't play then have to step in and be that position kind of just trying to be a player that can you can really put anywhere and a player that can be good anywhere because in my past experience I've played 
many different positions, came up on the JV team. That's my first year of being a center, but before that, I was a point guard. So mm-hmm. I, during CYO, I was also everywhere, but I like definitely like that aspect of being able to really play anywhere, kind of boost my confidence a little bit. The, the ultimate utility, that's what I, you know, you can you know, go, go anywhere, do anything, so that's cool. Um, you know, Ange, talk about just kind of like, you know, the two coaches. I mean, you know, you know, Coach Curran, this is his kind of first experience in coaching girls varsity basketball. Coach Ford, uh, back on the bench. Um, you know, she used to coach JV. Um, you know, talk about just kind of how th- that, you know, your experience is so far with them. Yeah, I love having them together because they make practice so much fun. And I feel like we learn so much while having fun and just like, both of them combined with Miss Ford's like knowledge of the game from when she played and now Mr. Curran just with being a good coach in general like they work really well together and that just benefits us in the long run. Kale, talk about just the 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 coolness of, you know, three sport athletes. I and mean, we have a lot of of multi-sport athletes in our school, which is one of the reasons why we're successful year in and year out and and be competitive in in most all sports. You know, talk about the benefit. You know, you, you guys mentioned, yeah, a lot of you played soccer together, grew up playing together. Like, what are the benefits of just kind of being around these girls, you know, from being on the field or being, um, you know, on the dirt or being, you know, um, you know, the volleyball girls? Like, just what is it about the multi-sport athlete and what does that do? Well, each sport has different skills, but, like, you're the same person in each sport. So we get to know each other's personalities and we get to be, like, friendly with each other. So bringing that on the court is super important because it allows us to understand how each of us play so we can all work together and bring that together on the court to win. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's just a, a great family atmosphere for sure. Um, you guys have your first home game on Levo- uh, versus Livonia on December 10th, uh, Friday night. So we really uh, want to make sure people are aware of that and get out. I mean, last year, uh, two people, you know, per player. It was like ghost town in these gyms. Can't wait to see, you know, a normal setting. I mean, we got to experience that with volleyball and with soccer and all of our fall sports. Uh, but now inside the gym, uh, it was awesome for the volleyball season. We're mm-hmm. looking forward to that continuing now. Uh, you guys get to play uh, rival Kale Mom uh, coming up here on Tuesday. Um, and that's always fun to go down Route 5. So let me throw a couple random questions at you here to finish up. Uh, these are fun. Um, the first one is your favorite basketball sneaker. Like, what's your brand that you're wearing? You know, like, do you have a favorite or a color, Ange? Um, well, this year I have LeBron's, and they're black. But the years prior, I had these red ones that were Kyrie's, and I loved them. But I couldn't wear them this year because they're too old. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going LeBron's. Yeah. All right. Now, with that, are you going – do you like to go, like, black socks, white socks, no sock look, little <laughs> sock look? Where are you at with that? Um, <laughs> definitely white socks. And even, like, last night, we're like, oh, what socks is everyone wearing? And we're like, white. Okay. <laughs> even though we were wearing black uniforms. But we like, like the white the socks. Yeah. All right. How are you, Ken? Um, I've had LeBron's, like, obviously when we were younger, we got, I don't even know what sneakers we had, but I've had LeBron's, um, usually I like to match what color, like, for soccer, I had, like, the red and black, and then I just like the matching look, but this year I was, like, senior year, so I had, like, pink and orange and neon yellow LeBron's, but I actually really like them. That's cool. Listen, there's nothing against that. I'm, you know, I, I've seen, uh, some of my Bonnie's, I was at a Bonnie's game last night, uh, two two uh, players on the team have like 
like rainbow colored <laughs> sneakers, right? I mean, it's kind of like the thing. You just right. want, you know, your sneakers stand out. How about you? Um, I honestly don't really stick with a specific brand because I kind of grew up with whatever my sister or my brother had when they were older. <laughs> so I kind of had those. I know I usually like to stick with the colors, like the red, black, and white. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to stick with the colors, but if not, if you just got to, it's kind of cool. Like you can really like customize your personality. Yeah. With yeah. Yeah. A lot of options. So many options now. All right, Ange, go to pregame meal or something that you want, like a snack. I mean, and listen, I've been asking this question this year, and I'm, I'm hearing everything from like McDonald's to like the most healthiest thing you can eat. So don't, you know, no judgment zone here, all right? So like, any go to pregame meal or drink? Well, this is funny because Kayla and I were literally eating like chocolate popcorn before a game yesterday. But um, usually, like, I eat. A turkey sandwich that I bring, or I go to Subway. So like, okay. like a sub, I would say. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the popcorn was just—it looked really good. Anyways, <laughs> um, I so, soccer Subway was the go-to. This year, I don't know. I've I've really been into like the dried fruit. Ooh. It's so good, and I just I don't know. It's I like eating that before games. Like the apricot and banana? Like the like, banana, yeah. yeah. They're, so, they're so good. I'm with you there. Yeah, they're so good. Um, honestly, I'm all over the place. I mean, like Kaylin said, soccer, it was definitely Subway. <laughs> Got more to drive me there every time. But um, probably for basketball, it's definitely something that you can bring from home. Right. So like an orange and applesauce or something like that. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right, so uh, last question. And... I don't know if I asked you uh, you guys this before, but I'm going to ask it again. Why not? So if I could give you a gift card to go to any place to eat. So if you've already answered this in the fall, you can't use the same place. But, oh. uh, or you can. Why not? I mean, I'm open to anything. <laughs> where, would you, where would you go to eat and who would be your, uh, your guest? Could be dead, alive, famous, whoever. So where are you going? Anywhere in the country. I would want to, like, eat lunch or dinner with, like, Josh Allen or something. But, I said like, that last time. <laughs> she did. <laughs> and I don't know, like, Anchor Bar or something. Okay. So, like, one, of the, one of those. That's, like, that's like two <laughs> Buffalo right yeah. there. Right? I mean, we're going Josh Allen, Anchor Bar. I mean, it doesn't get much more Buffaloian than that. Okay, that's cool, Ange. How about you, Cam? Um, oh, God. I said Applebee's last time. I just, I, I know it's a chain, but I just love Applebee's. Um, it's a business. Nothing wrong with that, right? It is so good. I went to a shoot. Oh, the bubble place, bubble tea place, Tai Chi. Tai Chi. I would get the bowls. Like the rice bowls are so good. Honestly, David Spade. He is my favorite actor, and he's hysterical. And I would just love to sit down and have a conversation with him at like. A Tai Chi place. Okay, I like that. We're, we're, we're going to reach out to him, see if, it's, if, he's, uh, if he's booked or not. All right, Lindsay, how about you? Um, honestly, I'm, I like the Salvatore's place. Ooh. Salvatore's place in, I think it's up in Buffalo. I'm not sure, though. Yeah. <laughs> I've really the, fa- the fancy one, like yeah. this big white building? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I would probably say Jim Carrey, because he's pretty Ooh. funny, and he's in most of like my favorite movies, and... I think having a conversation with him would absolutely be, like, <laughs> top tier. Okay. <laughs> what, what, do you have a favorite Jim Carrey movie? Um, I, Ace Ventura. I mean, obviously The Grinch. It's oh, yeah, yeah. top ten, but okay. <laughs> Ace Ventura. 
Ventura is also really good. I have all of them. I was going to say, it's probably hard to pick if you're that big of a fan. But. Well, listen, uh, nights. thanks for being on the podcast this week. Um, and we're excited to see what you guys are going to bring to the table this year. We're really excited. And, and, you know, seeing what I saw a little bit on the Facebook Live the other night, um, I love the grit and I love, the, love that family atmosphere that you're seeing on the team. So good luck this season, and maybe we'll have you back when you're chasing the block in, uh, in February. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, next up on the podcast this week, I'm excited to continue our BOCES Spotlight, uh, touring you through all the different programs and meeting some of our students that are, that are attending these awesome opportunities in Batavia. Uh, today, we're going to put the spotlight on the Animal Science Program, uh, which is a, always a, a popular program uh, with lots of success. And I have three of our awesome nights here. We're going to talk about the program and get to know a little bit more about their journey there. So I'll have them introduce themselves first. My name is Savannah Stump. I am in 11th grade. Um, my name is Kayla Mumsey. I'm in 11th grade. My name is Nicola Rossi, and I'm also in 11th grade. So, Nicole, let's start with you. And talk to me about, like, what was your, um, you know, kind of what was your journey to make the decision to go into animal science? Like, what was kind of the, the passion or, or things that, that led you to be in this program? Ever since I was little, I was growing up, I was always big on animals, and I volunteered a lot to work with them. And my sister did it, and she was like, you'll love this, you gotta try it out. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then I ended up falling in love with it. So from day one to now, like, could you see yourself in any other program? No. That's awesome. So tell me, tell me why, like, like, what would, like, what's the one thing you can't wait to do when you get there each day? Um, the first thing I love to do is say hi to all the animals and walk some of the dogs. So, uh, Kayla, talk to me about the different animals that are there in the pro, you know, things like the animals that you guys are caring for and, you know, the different type of the diversity that there is in the animals that you see. So we have like small animal, then we have like reptiles and then we have like your dogs that would come in and then we have livestock. And so... In our program, we have a couple dogs coming on daily, and then we have some rabbits, like four rabbits there, and then we have two hamsters now. We have a couple rats now also, and then we have a leopard gecko, a chinchilla, and two bearded dragons. And then for our livestock, we have chickens, pigs, sheep, and goats. It's amazing. I mean, so I feel like I'm going to go to a zoo, but I'm actually going to a classroom, which is just so awesome. Savannah, talk about some of the the, uh, the careers that can come out of this experience that you're in. I mean, talk about just the different ways that you guys could launch a career into this area. Well, like doing animal science, you can like go and be a vet technician, like do surgeries on animals. Um, you can go to like multiple different colleges and get like higher degrees for like even doing animal science and like going and being in um, the vet clinic like associations, yep. you can be in there, so it's fun. So for you, what would be your motivation to have gotten into the program and, and how, how are you enjoying it? Um, I would say the animals because like it's just fun like going there and just like having all these animals say hi to you and like pet them and have all this joy 
and I go there because it's just a good learning experience to be with my teacher to like talk about all these things that are new about animals that you might have not known. And uh, Kaylin, what would be as far as kind of like a day in the life there? You know, like what are some of the, some of the highlights that you enjoy the most? You know, and some of the routines that you guys do now, sitting here in December. So, like I will go in and like we will walk the dogs and that, and then you can go to like go see the reptiles and the rats and hamsters and the rabbits, and you can just like when you're done like walking like a dog or something you can go and like do a skill with like the rabbits the rats and hamsters the reptiles and like the livestock if i were an animal i would almost want to be at this place because it sounds like the care that these guys are getting on every every day is 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 crazy nicole talk about kind of like where you would see yourself going with 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 this you know kind of you said it's been a kind of a lifetime passion now you're kind of like you're on that launching pad you're you're getting these skills like where do you see yourself going um so we do a lot of training and skills with dogs like they said but so that already gives me the experience going into college because i already know the basics and because i do this class it will also give us some more credits than it would if we were just to randomly decide and start off with a freshman year in mm -hmm. college but um learning so much about them i've actually am at a point where i think i want to be a marine mammal trainer wow so i'm shooting for that goal that is, that is awesome um Savannah, talk to about just the teachers that you, that that are there. Um, let's drop their names and kind of what they bring and how you know you guys have uh, have made a connection. Um, well, we got Miss D, which is our main teacher for animal science. We got Miss Cervoni. Miss Annie is our um, so well. She's like the helper for Miss D. Yep. And they basically step-by-step step, like walk us through like our skills we do every day she like tells us each um how to handle the animals she'll go out there and um one by one just like show us how to handle the animals and just like be there for us and it's really supportive having the teachers there because it's funner it's awesome Kaylin, talk about just the atmosphere of being able to learn with other students from across the the region you guys uh, go in the afternoon session, and um, you know we have a handful of other schools that that join. How you know, like how do you enjoy that or not enjoy that, and what's that experience been as far as learning with others? Like I enjoy it because like you can meet new friends from different schools that you wouldn't meet normally on like a daily basis, or like if we took didn't take that BOCES class. Yeah, and it's like nice to like have friends from different schools because like. You can talk about like what like you would did that day, and like they will talk about what they did that day, and like they you can like figure out like kind of what they we both kind of did on the day, like in the different schools, and it's like I I enjoy it. It's like a really nice experience. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, and. Kaylin, what would you say would be your future as far as kind of the experiences that you've had right now? You know, what is, you know, like, where do you see yourself using this experience and help to form what your future might be? So, like, since I want to be, like, a large and small, but, like, so, like, having the livestock there and, like, 
learning like some things that like I might have never knew about them into and like from like Miss D and Miss Annie is like nice and like say like and there's some things I didn't know about like like our small like, small animals that like I have learned from just being in the Bosey's class. Hmm. Uh, Nicole, you know, as far as like the skills that you're learning, I mean, what would be a skill? that you've kind of like mastered at this point that maybe you weren't good at coming in that the practice and the teaching has allowed you to kind of be like you know i got this now so there's actually this one goat named matilda and <laughs> all right wait a minute so we have a goat named matilda okay i love that i mean like you, you need to get a selfie with this i have many <laughs> <laughs> but um so when i first started off we rotate groups and we're in the groups for about two to three weeks and I was in barn group when I first started off, and I have never halted a sheep nor a goat. I had no idea what I was doing. And over time, my classmates would, like, walk me through it and, be, like, give me little tips. And over time, because, you know, I love the goat so much, I became a master because I had, knew I had to spoil her. <laughs> That's great. Um, how about you, uh, Savannah, as far as a, a skill that you've kind of mastered now as well? Um, mine would be rumping a sheep. Because I never knew you could actually take a sheep and put it on its bum to help it, um, for them to shear it and to um, make sure they're healthy and check them. And it's just like kind of fun how to do it because it's just like you think it's hard, but once you learn how to do it, it's kind of easy. And it's just funny. Like <laughs> once you're done doing it, it's just really funny how the sheep looks once it's. Oh, yeah. And those dishes, so it's funny. It's really fun. And how about you, Kayla? What would be your skill that you've mastered? Like, um, like how to like hold like a rabbit, because there's like several different rabbit restraints to learn. And like once, like a bunny burrito, like I know that's pretty fun. A bunny burrito. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, it, it's, it's, it's really cool because, like, you guys sit here, you know, during the first four periods of your day and you're tackling calculators, books, and pens and all that stuff. And then in the same day, you know, just down the road, you're holding live animals, do, caring for them. I mean, what an exciting day. I mean, like, that, that's, a, that's a full day every day. Um, and I think that it's just it's great. We appreciate you guys, you know, representing us and, and putting yourself out there in something new because it takes a little, it takes a little courage to do that. Um, okay, before we come to a close, I'm going to ask one question that everyone can answer. Um, just kind of your journey as a student, uh, looking back, like what has been, um, you know, outside of your this BOCES program, what has been maybe, you, you know, your best uh, class or teacher, you know, that you've experienced so far, um, you know, a, a, along the way? Um, Mr. Crow for English, he was probably the funniest teacher I've ever had and he always had a good attitude and he knew how to bring anybody up no matter how bad their day was going and he always kept candy in his room which was a bonus. <laughs> yes, so you're, you're, you've, you've walked into some uh, legendary uh, territory there Mr. Crow, 49 years of service uh, yeah. here to school and, and had probably the best candy selection you could find in the county. Oh, if you wanted anything, guaranteed he had it. <laughs> cool. How about you, Kaylin? Um, well, it's a tie between Deej and Mr. Crow. 
Okay. Because, like, I like deep. Like, I can talk to him about stuff like that. I really want to, like, talk to other people about, but, like, Mr. Crow, like, you can go in this class. He'll just brighten up your day. And, like, if you're, like, just want to go in there on, like, a free period, you, he, he will let you even know he, if he has a class. Yeah. And then, like Nicole said, his candy selection is the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. How about you, Savannah? Mine would be between Mrs. Bertrand and Mr. Crow. When Miss Bertrand, she, like, helps with me a lot. She knows how to, like, talk to me where I'm not so stressed out. Like, she sets skills and goals, so I'm not I'm more organized. And Mr. Crow, I used to, he used to have these blankets in his classroom. He used to let me have them. Every time we used to watch a movie, I used to snuggle up in the blankets. <laughs> and he used to let me take them for around the school and then drop them back off. And it used to be so fun. That's awesome. I, I, I would agree. You wouldn't need a blanket in there because he has, you know, good air conditioning. Always seemed a little cold in there. So that's awesome. That's a really nice shout-out, guys. Well, listen, I appreciate you taking time to be on the podcast this week. Um, and we're excited to see, you know, what your future holds, especially in this program in Batavia. So enjoy the rest of your day and keep uh, crushing it over at BOCES. Next up on the podcast, uh, I am really privileged to, to have senior uh, Emily Williams with me. And uh, Emily, uh, this week, had a life-changing uh, email uh, and contact. Uh, and we are going to talk about that. And it's really cool to see students uh, that have worked so hard um, that have put their time and and have done everything they can do to be successful get rewarded and you know and it's not every day that um, you know that that happens and, and we recognize that and we're excited and um, basically what uh, happened to Emily is that she um, applied for what's called the quest bridge um, uh, scholarship and it's a match uh, program where uh, uh, Quest Bridge uh, partners with about 45 colleges uh, throughout the throughout the country, uh, universities like Duke, Princeton, Yale, um, Amherst, uh, Williams, just all different types of colleges uh, from coast to coast, and you know based on a lot of factors, um, will match students uh, to uh, a college and award a full scholarship, a four-year uh, scholarship. Uh, to those students, um, to their college. And uh, Emily was awarded a full-time scholarship to Amherst College, um, which is one of the top liberal colleges in the country. Um, and it is a elite company uh, to be able to be accepted and to go to that school um, uh, to the tune of, you know, around $70,000, $80,000 a year. So um, Emily will be going there for free. And uh, we are so proud of her, and it's, it's a really, really exciting time and a life-changing time for her. So that's a little background, we'll, we'll, and we'll talk a little bit more about QuestBridge, but let's just jump in, Emily. I mean, you knew you were going to get an email or a contact about if you got in or not, because there's many layers um, you know, of this process, and it, you knew you were going to get that. Just walk me through, you know, yesterday when you were checking your phone, checking your computer, you know, getting ready to get this news. Well, I actually didn't receive the email, um, but I got home from school and I had to work last night. So I figured I would check real quick before I had to go to work. So I just opened up my account and then they sent me the email like a couple seconds after I opened my account. 
And when I opened it, it basically said an update. So I clicked on it and said that I was matched. And, you know, what did that, I mean, like, I mean, did you have any feelings that you were going to maybe be matched or and accepted into this? Or was it just total, like, I have no, no clue? Well, they, I submitted the application like a couple months ago and then they choose like finalists. So I was a finalist, so I was pretty hopeful, but I wasn't really sure. Well, it must have been that good, the good juices. So there was 16, this year there was just, uh, just uh, under uh, 17,000 applicants uh, across the country. Um, and Emily was one of the 6,312 finalists. And, um, and, and then out of that, uh, 1,674 uh, students were selected quote, or matched in, in this part to their colleges. So let's talk about the process. So um, how did you learn about this and what was the application process like? Uh, Ms. Mantella actually told me about it um, last year in the beginning of the year because there's like you can do it like the year before and you kind of it's just like a practice application and they tell you if you're accepted or not. And then if you like, they accept you for that, you just have, you can just put it on your application for the next year. And it's like, just another thing to add to your resume. So then, so you did that and then you got into this year and, and what are some of the things that you had to do within the application? I uh, had to write two essays and I think like three or four short answers and you just had to provide like a bunch of like financial information and like your family information and stuff like that. And as far as like looking for a match, as far as the colleges that you selected, what were what were the colleges that you selected, and um, and and you know, and why were did you select them? My top one was Haverford, which is in Pennsylvania, and I don't know, I don't really know. It was a small school, and I just liked everything about it. And my mom liked it. Um, Amherst was actually my last choice, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I love how you said hey, that's okay i'm going for free yeah. but yeah i think uh, i've actually done a lot of research on amherst you know since i learned about you going there and and like i uh, it's it's unbelievable i mean it, it's going to be an awesome experience uh, what a an elite college uh you know top performing uh, liberal college in the country it is it is awesome so let's talk about what you're going to do there um you know what what are the um uh, you know what 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 are you, what's the major you're pursuing and, and kind of what's the, the motivation around that? Well, I want to pursue an education major, but I'm not sure like if I want to major in education studies or I want to minor in it and my major be like the subject. Um, but yeah, basically just to become a teacher. And, what, and what's been your motivation to, you know, to, to want to be a teacher? Well, I'm around them every day and their job seems like kind of fun. So... <laughs> Well, I think you'd be an awesome teacher. And, you know, if you don't know Emily, uh, I'm going to tell you that you're probably not going to find um, a, a harder worker. Uh, you're not going to find another person that is as kind and, and as uh, compassionate as she is. Um, just a, just a, an ideal night, and we're really, really proud of her. Uh, Emily is very talented. Uh, you maybe have seen a most recent picture that I took of her uh, with a drawing, um, and it was seen by a lot of people. Uh, Emily, talk about... Uh, who that drawing was and, uh, and, and how long it took you to do that and what was your motivation in creating that? Uh, it's a picture of George Harrison from the Beatles and I listen to the Beatles a lot. They're my favorite band and he's my favorite uh, singer. And it took me like 10 weeks, took the whole first marking period 
It was a masterpiece. And I think that like, you know, some, some people, you know, they, they move fast. Some people are just diligent. And I'll tell you, watching, you know, you create and I think, you know, you definitely, it's like every, every stroke of the pencil there, uh, it counts, right? I mean, and the hair, your hair on that piece was just off the charts. If you haven't seen it, uh, you can check it out on, on our social media of uh, of their famous beetle here and uh we're hoping maybe he see you know uh his family sees it as well and, and any of the other beetles that are out there um and and it's a uh, unbelievable unbelievable piece uh what what is it with uh with art uh that you know that that draws you in and, and that allows you to express yourself i just think it's fun to do mostly it's like a good way to use your time like efficiently and I like creating things that I'm proud of. And what uh, what would be your favorite piece that you've created or, or some pieces that you've really enjoyed creating or something that maybe you're working on now? Um, well, I made this one graphite piece, which is just like black and white, like pencil, in the 10th grade of just a photograph I found online. That's probably my favorite one so far. Hmm. And one of the things that Emily also does is she's an unbelievable uh, uh, mus musician. Uh, she's in our marching band. Uh, you'll have seen her uh, in the pit uh, of, our, of our musicals as well. Um, you know, talk about just your experience with, with Leroy Music and the Leroy Music Department. Um, you know, what your experience has been there and just kind of how you've been a part of that great family. Yeah, it's a, it's a good program. I actually feel really lucky to be in a school that has like such an emphasis on like the art programs. Um, I've been in it since like the fourth grade when they allow you to start and, and I just gradually started joining more clubs like Marching Band and Musical. Yeah, and Marching Band is, uh, you know, you get to travel, uh, obviously you get to go to the Dome. Um, you know, talk about just how your experience has been being a part of them, that marching band, you know, over the years and, and what it's meant to, to, to be a part of that. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of hard work, but then it feels good when you like actually perform. Um, it, it gets a little hot though during the parade yeah. season, right? With those uniforms. Holy yeah. cow. Um, so let's, let's go back. Um, you know, who would be some of the, the influences that you've had here? You know, you talk about wanting to be a teacher. Um, you know, who are some of those teachers that have really kind of um, adults, staff, anyone here that has kind of like helped, you know, has been an inspiration, you helped you along the way that, you know, that it's really helped you? Uh, I don't remember like specifically who the first one was that like inspired me, but I'm really grateful for Mrs. Mantel, especially because like she introduced me to this program and she's a really great teacher otherwise and what and what is it that she does you know as a teacher um that that helps you be successful you think i feel like she explains everything very well like in chemistry it's kind of hard if you just like go through all the facts and you don't really like explain like how each molecule is actually working together yeah i think um as a person that has struggled in science i think if i had her i might be successful so, <laughs> um, one of the other things that you're doing too is you're a lab assistant uh, uh, this year, uh, which is a cool job. We, you know, each year the science department, you know, chooses, um, you know, a student, a couple students to be lab assistants, uh, where they have an opportunity to, you know, earn um, um, a wage and uh, and and be a part of, you know, supporting our seventh uh, seventh science teacher science teachers here at the building. 
Um, talk about how that's been and, and what, you know, experience, you know, that you, that's kind of added to your experience here at school. It's pretty fun. It's mostly just a lot of, like, making copies and washing dishes and stuff, but I still feel like it's a better way to spend my time than I might have if I just had a study hall. Yeah, it's, it's, it just adds, uh, adds to the effort that you've done and, and making a really cool impact on our school. Talk about some of the interests that you have outside of school, uh, maybe, you know, like the jobs that you've had or favorite job that you've had, uh, things that you like to do, hobbies, you know, things, things on the side. Well, I work at the Village Green Nursing Home, which is fun to see all the residents. Um, mostly my hobbies are just art and music, so it's not really anything extra that I do outside of school. So Beatles is on the playlist. Any other you know groups that you like? I mean, I think a lot of a lot of people out there. Uh, we shared that post on Leroy then and now. You know nothing. You know and, and and you know which is lots of alumni around the country that were that are on Leroy then and now. It's just a great place, Leroy. Um, and there was a lot of love for the fact that you being a young person. Not saying that anyone that's on Facebook Leroy then and now isn't young. But that you had a, a love for a Beatle, and I think that was really cool. So um, what are some of those other groups or, and or tell us a story of how you got into the Beatles, too? It's mostly just the Beatles. I like went, got like all of their songs, put them in one playlist. Uh, I don't really remember specifically, but it's probably my grandma because she listened to the Beatles, and we listened to her in her car. Every time she drives me around places. <laughs> Die Hard Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Well, if, if there's ever a group that is, uh, embraces uh, so many things, it is the Beatles. So that's, uh, that's awesome. Well, listen, we are beyond thrilled for you. We're, we're so excited. I mean, to, to be awarded this opportunity um, is just a, a chance of a lifetime. But if anyone deserves it, it's you. And you've, won, you've worked so hard here, and you represent what our school is all about, and we, we really appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to hearing back, you know, with, with how things are going. And, um, and some people maybe have, I was going to say this at the beginning, but some people maybe have, um, uh, in 2017, this is actually the second Quest Bridge um, a match that we've had. And uh, Alex Wynn uh, in 2017, also a, a big music uh, student as well, um, got a, a full ride to Yale. And uh, so we're excited to now have two on, on the list that are going there. And I know Alex has done an incredible job at Yale, um, has had an unbelievable ride. And I know that you're going to about to start the same journey. And I can I envy you uh, with what lies ahead. So um, thanks very much. And, and one more, let's give a shout out for your mom. I mean, your mom is <laughs> awesome. Uh, when I talked to her, you know, she was like, I'm going to miss her. I'm excited that she's gone. I'm going to miss her. But, like, you know, talk about how your mom has been an influential person in your life. Well, she's really taught me how to work hard because, like, she works. Obviously, she, like, buys everything, feeds me and stuff. So now I know, like, the true value of, like, working hard. Um, she's been very supportive through all this, helped me pick out, like, which colleges I liked and stuff like that. It's really cool to have a, have a number one fan like that in the <laughs> corner, right? So congratulations, Mom, too, because uh, that's, that, that is awesome. And, and your entire family, uh, that, that's been a part of this success. So, Emily, enjoy the ride. Thanks for taking time to being on our podcast this week. We'll finish up the week with my social media pick of the week. This week I'm going with our Knowledgeable Nights of November, a post we did on December 1st, highlighting our students uh, in our 12 departments um, our AKA student of the month, but we love to call it knowledgeable nights um, as they uh, represent 
themselves and their families at the utmost uh, level, and we appreciate their performance this month. We look forward to celebrating another group of 12 students uh, at the end of this month and continuing to celebrate the great successes that our students have here in the classroom and within our hallways. We appreciate you tuning in again this week. We look forward to being back here right time this time next week. And I want to thank all my guests for being on the podcast. And as always, from a whack of night country, go Knights.